All right, so today on Spy vs. Spy, we've got Tony Covey, the editor of My Golf Spy, and Adam Beach, the owner of My Golf Spy. And today, we're talking Kirkland Signature, K-Sig 4-Piece, and the new 3-Piece. So, I guess, Tony, you probably recall the day that uh, we published the results of the Kirkland Signature 4-Piece, whatever it was, a year and a half ago now, and the shitstorm that hit the golf ball industry immediately uh, after we hit publish. I'm assuming you remember that day, correct? It's vaguely familiar, yeah. <laughs> the The phone lines and the emails were hot and heavy from all kinds of angles, and uh, those that were happy, those that were pissed, uh, you know, but no matter what, you know, looking retrospectively back, I think we can all agree that nothing will ever be the same when it comes to golf balls anymore. That was a huge domino that fell for not only consumers, but manufacturing as well. Uh, consumers are now much more open to alternatives. At first, they really fought it. Titleist was number one and number one and number one and number one. <laughs> now, they are definitely more open to options that perform as well, maybe at a cheaper price that wasn't as well known or played on tour like Snell or Vice or the Kirkland Signature or even Encore now. So anyway, the reason we're doing this is because we've got a gazillion questions from readers asking hey, we heard the old Kirkland signature is back. Well, this is like the 10th time. So yes, it was back. Tony, two things. Is it the same ball and is it even in stock anymore? Well, first, no, it is no longer in stock. They sold out quickly. Um, this is not surprising based on some of the things that I, I've been told by some of our insiders that we, we talk to when things like this happen. So we can cycle back to that here in a bit. But as for whether or not it's the same ball, it appears to be, uh, based on what's on the USGA list, there are some, some subtle changes on the USGA list, but largely inconsequential because there are things to... The big one is, is construction. So the first ball was originally listed as a four-piece solid core three-cover ball, and that's kind of an older designation that, that goes back to probably Balata, right? Back in those days when you had covers within covers within covers. Uh, the USGA list has been updated to show it as a four-piece with a single cover. It, it's essentially meaningless. The, the construction as well as the USGA spin designation are completely arbitrary in that a manufacturer can say whatever they want, and that's pretty much what goes on the list. So, But basically, basically where we're at is this. There's been some weird changes to the listing on the USGA ball conforming list, which the average golfer has no clue what it's even what it is. But at the end of the day, we're pretty sure that the – four piece that just got released is the same ball as the one that we tested correct as far as we know i mean certainly the packaging is the same the the cut open that we did at the test facility appears to be the same ball as the original so i think it's the same ball and what we're hearing is look costco can't make this ball anymore uh, as far as we know nassau doesn't want to work with them nassau is the factory that produced the original ball has decided not to work with costco anymore and so what we have is what i'm told was a a fairly large shipment of four-piece balls that, that came into the U.S. at the end of the last year. And basically, Costco has been sitting on that inventory and will slowly trickle out these four-piece balls. And so it, it kind of, if you look at the timing, right, all of a sudden you have Masters Weekend, which is really kind of for, for most of us where you can draw that line and say, hey, yeah, this is when the golf season starts for everybody. Tour has just hit its first major I'm almost ready to play golf here in New York. So it's really the start of the season. So it's the right time for Costco to throw these new balls on there or bring back the four piece, get them on the shelves. So, you know, like I said, I think they've been sitting in a warehouse for a while and they've decided it's, it's time to sell them and coincidentally use the, the four piece as a vehicle to, to hopefully generate some excitement in their three piece ball. 
Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting strategy there. You know, they don't come from this like most golf companies do. So, you know, it's not the worst idea if you've got a, you know, couple hundred thousand golf balls sitting around and you know that they're going to sell out quick and, you know, people are going to buy them to use it as a marketing strategy. But uh, I think it's kind of wrong knowing the whole story that we know uh, from behind the scenes of how this ball got created, you know, what happened after we tested it. That being said, you mentioned the word Nassau. So that kind of brings me back to this. It's kind of crazy, but it's been a year and a half or whatever it's been since we've done this test. And still to this day, we have tried to tell everybody what this ball actually was, but you still see some folklore and myths out there on, you know, people trying to tell other people what this ball was. But basically, Tony, really quickly, tell them what the original K-Sig four-piece ball was and why it was pretty damn good. Well, there's there's two stories here, right? The first, and I think probably the more commonly known and, and maybe more commonly accepted one is that Nassau, uh, the factory that produced it this time around, had a ball called the Quattro that they sell only in Europe. Uh, and the reason why, rumored anyway, that they sell it only in Europe is there are some uh, IP constraints on that particular ball that, that make it you know, problematic, I guess, is probably the polite way to say selling it here in the U.S., but one rumor is that, hey, they had some overruns on this Nassau Quattro, and they sold them to Costco. The, the one that I've heard from industry insiders is that Costco, when they decided they wanted to get into the golf ball game, went around to the various manufacturers, the reputable guys, Titleist, Bridgestone, Callaway, etc., and just said, hey, you know, we want to get in the golf ball business. Can you make us a golf ball? Yeah, which is common for their business model. I mean, Kirkland Signature isn't stuff they're creating. They're doing the same thing for bourbon and whatever. I mean, they're going out and hustling a deal with a company that already makes it and getting it at a cheaper price and, you know, selling it basically at cost to do what's called a loss leader, correct? To get members uh, more so than make profit off the actual sale of the product. Uh, So when you see the terminology Kirkland Signature, basically that means that Costco has worked to deal with some company to come out with a product that does always perform as good or better than, you know, the standard products out there in the market, but it's at a price that is insanely cheap. And when we say insanely cheap, these balls were $15 a dozen. And we did some investigating and found out that the cost on that ball was $15 a dozen. So if everything jives with what we found out, they were making zero profit off that ball. Come for the golf ball, stay for the mayonnaise, I think is the business plan there. So, yeah, the, the other piece of this is, you know, again, they, they asked various OEMs to produce a ball for them. And according to one, you know, what I'd say is rumor from a reliable source, TaylorMade had a bunch of scrap cores laying around from previous generations of golf balls. And I've, I've confirmed this with, with a few sources now that there was certainly a, a tremendous unused core inventory sitting around TaylorMade, whatever that looks like. So whether or not, you know, one piece of the story is that, that TaylorMade worked with Costco and the factory to turn these cores into what is now the original four-piece casing. Now, I can't say that's 100% absolutely proven fact, but it's it's certainly a, a story that has some legs and certainly explains it's why. One of the, it's one of the two, though. It's either a core of TaylorMade wrapped around basically the other three layers of the Quattro or it's just the Quattro, you know? Right, and if you look at it, I mean... If, if it's a Quattro and Costco has a, a friendly, ongoing business relationship with, uh, with Nassau, there's no reason why that ball can't be continued to be produced, right? There's no reason why you well, have a massive shortage. There, there is, though, because isn't it correct and that European spin on it wouldn't have allowed them to sell that same ball in the United States, though? 
that that's my understanding and again that's that's one of these things that's never been you know thoroughly investigated uh so i i can't say for sure there but certainly you know assuming and, and sort of you can say hey look they could sell it the first time why couldn't they make more and you know there is that pending ongoing litigation with with titleist but certainly there's there's no reason why they couldn't have continued to make that four-piece ball if it was a native Nassau product. However, if they had purchased, as, as the rumor says, a, a finite quantity of tailor-made balls and or cores and turned all of those into golf balls, well, that's the end of it. And so, you know, that certainly is, is the best explanation for why there's been a perpetual shortage. And we do, and we have heard that some of the manufacturers have put a little pressure on Nassau not to be working with them anymore. So well, it could yeah, be a yeah. situation that they just would rather the risk reward is not worth it to Nassau to produce this ball for Costco. Granted, Costco is a huge company, but guess who is bigger when it comes to golf ball sales? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, some of these other companies. That's the thing to, to keep in mind here, right? You have, you have Titleist Bridgestone who essentially produce 100% of the balls themselves. Callaway does, does most of their, certainly their tour balls do a good bit of their production in their facility in Massachusetts as well. But beyond those guys, uh, TaylorMade has a factory in the Carolinas, but they primarily use that just to put the cover on balls. So point being that you have factories like Nassau, uh, Foremost, and a couple of others that, that produce balls for the OEMs, and those are the core business. And so you need to keep the OEMs happy, and, and part of keeping the OEMs happy at this point means not working with Costco to do what they've done so far, and that is tremendously undercut the golf ball market. Yeah, for sure. So let's get to that thing. So look, I don't think anybody will disagree. Even the guys in the golf ball market agree that the Kirkland Signature was a pretty damn good ball, and especially at $15, it was an exceptional ball for that correct price. So let's not get it twisted here. That ball and then the new three-piece ball are not the same balls. So when you guys go out there and see this new Kirkland Signature three-piece ball, don't be confused with the ball that we originally tested and that most people, it seems like, have heard about. So tell them about the three-piece ball and what we know so far about that, Tony. Well, we have them in. I don't think we've spent a lot of time testing them yet. So again, what we're learning about this ball and is, is through sources. And in fact, when, when these first started hitting the USGA list, you have to keep in mind, like as, as I mentioned earlier, Costco has played this game with the USGA list where things are been added to the list, coming off the list and changing on the list. So you're not even sure necessarily what one product is from, 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 from one revision of the list to the next. But this three piece that they have now, what we're being told is that it is essentially a, a a ball from an OEM from several, several years ago, not a ball that was particularly well received by the market. And that, you know, in certain conditions, it may perform pretty well. I expect that you're going to see just based on kind of what we can see, I would expect that the feel is not going to be the best. But again, that's that's up to the individual. But what we've been told, I think that is most critical, and we'll certainly want to get these out on the course and see what we can find out for ourselves. But that the the dimple pattern on this ball is not good, and when it gets into a little bit of a headwind, it's a disaster. And again, that remains to be seen. But we've heard this was, you know, this is it's a new to Costco ball. But what you got to keep in mind is Costco has zero golf ball R and D, so they are relying on the factory to give them a ball this ball probably exists on the market with you know a dozen or at least half a dozen other logos on it as it is so it, it's not probably even unique to Costco. well hold on stop stop right there so people understand <laughs> how many other logos are on this same ball potentially out I there mean, 
you you don't know i'm sure it's it's cost this is not an exclusive costco ball i would almost guarantee you so that's that's the other thing that that i'm not sure to what extent our, our readers and listeners understand but Literally anybody can get into the golf ball business. Well, we know that. We know that for a fact because I would say I've gotten probably 60 to 75 people that have emailed us to test their new golf ball, you know? Right. And so you decide, hey, you can you can factory shop and or you, you know, call one factory and say, hey, what do you got for me? And, you know, hey, look, we've got this three piece that has this characteristics and it performs pretty well for us. And, you know, we can put your logo on it and you can sell it for however much you need to get so it's basically there's a tremendous white label business model in the golf ball industry. I mean, it's there are very few companies selling balls who actually have real R&D. You can probably count them on two. Yeah, hands. so that brings up a good question and one we might not need to get into today or can get into today. But, you know, at the end of the day, does the consumer care whether you invented the ball and spent you know a million dollars on R&D or did it some other way? But does the consumer really care who invented it rather than which one performs best and at the best cost, you know? No, I would guess not, but I mean, as a consumer, I certainly like to know what I'm buying, and that seems to be kind of the, you know, exactly what this is, who made it, that kind of thing is is a little bit more of a mystery here. But again, if if you're the kind of guy who who doesn't play golf that often or loses <laughs> half a dozen or more golf balls around, right? You you probably don't care if the dimple pattern is going to cost you a little bit of yardage in the wind. You you don't care maybe if the core compression isn't consistent from from one ball to the next in any given box, anything like that. What you care about is the fact that you've got a three-piece urethane-covered ball and you paid 12 bucks for a dozen of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm a consumer and one of those consumers, uh, and as much as I play golf at this point, it might be one of those consumers, but the cost difference is only $3 between the three-piece and the four-piece. If you can get the four-piece, you'd probably be best off getting the four-piece. But um, I don't know. It's uh, it's a crazy thing that's happened in the industry, and I didn't think it would last this long. But, you know, give Costco credit, I guess. They have trickled this thing out and played it for every cent it was worth, you know, even into making this thing into a new ball that most golfers would probably assume, not knowing anything other than the name Kirkland on a golf ball was the exact same ball as the one that was tested and performed well. Oh, so, I think, I think definitely. Right. We, and again, right. We can't say for with any degree of absolute certainty. I mean, I did get some insight uh, into what was shown in the Costco inventory system. And certainly it's accurate to say that they started with this, you know, when this product hit the website, they started with more of the three piece than they did with the four piece. Yeah. And so I think, I think what you're going to see is the four piece pop up from time to time as they deplete whatever was in that, that big shipment that came over at the end of the year. And when it's gone, it, it's really gone, but you know, we're not going to know that it's for sure gone because again, that's if, if what I'm hearing is correct, there's, there's a, sort of a, a pile in a warehouse and they're going to keep feeding them to the internet as, as they need to. Yeah. But our job is to inform consumers, you know, and I, I have a feeling that a lot of golfers just from the messages I've gotten seen online that people are assuming when we, let's say post a picture of a cut open three piece ball, that that's the four piece ball. You can just tell. And we know as much as we deal with golfers and consumers that there is going to be some product confusion out there. And I think Costco is going to, try to take advantage of that some, but golfers beware, the three-piece ball is not the same as the four-piece ball, and that is definitely something they should be aware of. Oh, yeah, and I would definitely say, look, you know, buy, it's $12, right? <laughs> take take the money out of your wallet, buy, buy your $12 golf balls, and, and give it a go and see what you think, but 
you know, certainly the, the early reports we're hearing, and again, from our industry insiders who we, you know, certainly if, if we're being fair and transparent, I would say probably have a vested interest in, in people not buying the Costco ball, uh, right? Because it does undermine what they're trying to do. And certainly sure. if, 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 if a $14 Costco ball was hurting your business, I mean, what's a $12 ball going to do for you, right? Right. You know, I mean, is there a guy that was sitting there going, man, that, uh, you know, I was going to buy almost, almost ready to buy this Costco ball, but the price is close enough to (laughs) Pro V1 that I'm not going to worry about. But, you know, maybe $12, that difference between 12 to 14 gets you there. I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, it could have been the, he needed 12 more bubble burgers, you know, that put it over the top. He just couldn't afford them that time. I don't know. But um, I guess the end, you know, to circle back and just finish this thing off about the ball we're going to kind of recap. One, is it the same ball? Yes, the four-piece looks like the same ball. They also have a new three-piece that is definitively not the same ball, and what we're hearing is it's not a very good ball um, and probably a ball that could be 10 to 15-year-old technology. Uh, what ball is it? Uh, the four-piece? We kind of told you. You know, It could have been one of two things. It's either the Nassau Quattro or it was a mashup of the Quattro and some tailor-made you know, Frankenstein parts. Uh, what's the price? The price of the four piece that we tested is 15 a dozen. The price of the new three piece is $12 a dozen. And we've gotten a lot of people asking us, are we going to test it? I think we will. Uh, I think we have enough interest in, from the consumers to know what this thing is and how good it performs. So I think we should. Um, and that being said, you know, anything else you want to mention, Tony, on the new Kirkland ball or uh, all the information you have found in your research? Well, the one well, the one thing I would say is given given how the USGA list is, seems to be fluid when it comes to Costco golf balls, just keep an eye on the uh, the seam marking. Right now, there are three different Costco three-piece balls on that list. All all are sort of some version of what is called the Performance Plus. But definitely keep an eye on whether you know we've got. P- performance plus with just arrows we've got performance plus with a plus sign and we've got performance plus spelled out so i mean there's like i said there's three different versions of this and i think as we it's the likelihood is they've kind of settled on a single one and the other were prototypes but you know definitely keep an eye on them if you're you're going to periodically buy them and see if that that seam marking changes at all i mean i would hope it wouldn't but you know, anything is certainly possible because, again, we've got three separate three-piece balls on the USGA list. You're asking for a lot, Tony. Unfortunately, I think the guy that spends $12 on a dozen balls isn't going to be looking for arrows or Indians or anything else. So I guess that's it. That's the Kirkland Kasig, guys. It's back out. It's not out. It's sold out. You know, it's three pieces back out or new to the market. Uh, buyer beware on the three-piece, though. And if you do give it a try, let us know what you think. You know, I know you guys are out there buying them. So shoot us an email, uh, direct message us and let us know what you think of it. And until next time, Tony, Covey and Adam Beach are out. Talk to you later.